This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And, and you welcome know, to the Yowie Shelf. Welcome. <laughs> where we were discussing uh, a mutual passion of ours that we will not discuss on air because it will get us hella canceled. Mm. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> what was that? No, it's just, you know, like as if what we talk about on the daily, like on the show, isn't enough to get us canceled as it is because, you know. Not false. Also, I would like to bid a happy return to the uh, indecent water bottle. Welcome back. I have a new bottle. I don't know if you can see it. It's it's like oh, super I like gay. That. Yeah, I it's like that. Gay. I had to get a new one because you know the green one. It was leaking and it was like leaking Red Bull all over the place all the time. And I was like, uh, you might be wondering. Hey, it's a little late in the month for you guys to be doing an episode. And I would say you are correct. We both had birthdays, uh, pretty much one after the other. Um, yeah, it's been a lot this we've, month. We've aged a- since you heard us last. Yeah, we have aged since you last heard from us. Uh, there is a lot going on everywhere, but hello, welcome to the Yowie Shelf. Hello, Grab a seat welcome. and relax. Uh, so yeah, we both had a birth mo- uh, birthday. It is our birth month. Uh, we're Ooh. both cancers, which I think is very, very funny. Which probably explains everything about our friendship. Is that I guess. We, is that we're just two crabs trying our best. <laughs> crabs with knives, you know. Yeah, like we're just, literally just yeah. two crabs with knives. Um, and anxiety. And, you know, oh, se- severe. Yeah. Severe, untreated. Uh, but, you know, this kind of <laughs> came about, this episode kind of came about as a bit of a throwaway in last month's episode. Uh, that it's like, oh, we should really cover the sites that we left behind because, you know, we learned, we talked about this during FujoCon, we talked about it during the main episode with like tags and tagging that I think both of us have this issue, me especially, of we talk about the sites that we were on when we were younger, which was new, 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 decades ago. <laughs> Please don't say it like that. Ugh. <laughs> decades Ugh. ago. I mean, we're at least two. We're, we're at least 20 years removed. From some of these things. I am so tired. I don't understand. Utterly exhausted. But, you know, we talk about these things like it was yesterday. I think, you know, Mm. Carole and I have both admitted to having that bias of, like, 1999 was 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, if you say 30 years ago, that's 1970. Yeah, you're talking about the 70s. Yeah. Not the 90s. What the hell do you mean, the 90s? Yeah, what do you mean the 90s was 30 years ago? What the fuck? So... Not you know, in we, my life. Not So, you know, we talk about the sites that we were on and, you know, we assume that we're talking to an audience that unilaterally knows what we're talking mm. about, only to find out that that's not always true. <laughs> yeah. Like we had a, you know, because we, 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 I have a con coming up in August. I don't know if you noticed. Since it's you been know, very subtle. 
Yeah, very. Blink, blink. And, <laughs> and it's our 10th anniversary. So we've been talking about how the con got started. And, you know, <laughs> since, since, um, since we've been around, we've had, you know, new people joining us. So one of our freshest organizers, she's a little bit younger than the rest of us. And we were like talking about how the original, um, the original organizers met on this forum site. And she was like, the new organizer was like, what is a forum? It was like, we're like, what? <laughs> I would have fired them. Oh my God. It's like, you're clearly too young to hold a job if you don't know what a forum is. Like you it's... shouldn't. There was a guy that I was working at and he was like, yeah, I was born in like 2002 and I have a job. And I'm like, that's child labor law. Like you shouldn't be oh, able to work. I literally saw someone yesterday who posted like a, you know like post a song from yeah. the year you were born and it was complicated by Av avril lavigne and i was like how can you be born when compli like that's like what there was an art because okay so fun fact about me i do like social media for my day job and uh, one of the big trends that everyone's talking about right now is like gen z is joining the workforce and like I remember reading that and being like, but they're still children. Yeah, they're not. Uh, so this is us being old and whinging, uh, which is why we're <laughs> going to talk about the sites that we left behind. And I think, you know, it's something that we've both kind of been meditating on, especially like post FujoCon, mm. where you know so much of our BL history unfortunately has been wrapped up in ephemera. And once you lose a lot of these places, you lose that story. I don't know why I'm talking about this. Like, it's a fucking cave painting. Like, but <laughs> like this. Because it's, you know, we're, we're, we're like light years away from the fandom of today. Like, the fandom experience today is completely different. It is and, absolutely radically different. And, yeah. you know, being a person who both ingests but also then has to make this a business... I am so aware that the group that we're aiming at is not often the group that we hit. Mm. And yeah, when we keep talking about like Quizilla and Zenga and Fur Affinity for some reason, uh, <laughs> you mean, know. We might yeah. as well be scratching like little drawings on a cave wall yeah we might as point. well be doing like cave art like we might as well <laughs> be like you know oh my god what was it was uh the lion king where you know you, you yeah see, yeah like, yeah the, the fruit across someone's forehead you know and we're talking about fucking deviant art in 2008 yeah but in that i think i also want to talk about one of the big things is how the sites that do still exist have radically changed. So we're not just going to talk about the sites that we left behind, like don't exist. We're also going to talk about the ones that might still be around, but are very different. Yeah. Cause we're old and we're feeling nostalgic. Or at least we'll try. Cause I feel like I haven't visited any of these sites in 15,000 years. I know. I'm going to look some of them up. Just to, <laughs> just to see uh, what they look like. Oh my God. Oh my god. So, uh, we're gonna start with, uh, do you want to start with DeviantArt? Yeah, let's start with DeviantArt. Let's start with DeviantArt. So DeviantArt, 
when we say a titan of the mid early 2000s it was da that was the place to be i spent so many hours on da i spent thousands of hours on da um as a writer as an artist as a role player as everything da was the place to be Mm. and I think that's why it had so much strength is because I feel like a lot of sites back then only catered to one or the other. It's you could be an artist Mm. or you could be a writer. You could be a writer or you could be an artist. And ne'er the two shall mix because especially in fan culture, it's gotten a lot better. But there was this like great divide between all of the people that created fan works. And none of us understood that we all need each other. (laughs) Am I wrong? No, I, I don't think I, I don't think you are. Like, there was this hilarious divide between like, oh, well, I do like fan comics and fan art and you write fan fiction. And for some reason, we think the either is lesser when we need each other to do what we're doing. And I think like, the only people that understood that were the AMV creators because they were just stealing content. <laughs> I think that, I mean, yeah, but I think that in some cases it wasn't always like that because my experience... No, it wasn't always. Yeah, because I've talked about this before that I feel like, um, you know, because now there's such a... Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because, you know, I'm not really as active in fandom anymore and I have this idea that writers aren't as appreciated. You know, we've talked about this. And, And how, because visual art is so easy to mm-hmm. to appreciate but to enjoy writing you have to actually put in an effort and actually read it you know i'm not saying that it doesn't take an effort to create art no matter what kind of art it is i'm not saying that it doesn't take you know like there are tons of ways to interpret an image but mm-hmm. you still only have to look at it to interpret mm-hmm. it you don't have to actually spend a lot of time reading it so mm-hmm. i've always felt like back then as well as now that that writing has always been kind of like pushed to the side because it's so much easier to take in visual art but i also feel like the communities back then were a lot more open to both fanfic and fan art that it wasn't so because we didn't have the we didn't have the like culture that we have now you know it was because now it's all algorithms and how many likes you have and i've seen people who like barely barely interact with content today if it isn't big enough like if the creator isn't big enough then people aren't they aren't interacting with the content and i don't think that it was like that back then but also like you're saying there was also a divide because it was like you were either one or the other and then you would have like the rare occurrence where someone would make fan art of someone's fanfic and i remember Mm -hmm. that like being really cool like you would have someone and i was like what you can do that (laughs) and the only caveat that i'll say to that is and this is me who's still very much into fandom who is still producing fan works and has seen things change a lot i think also it wasn't so much that writers were depreciated or devalued because uh it was seen as somehow easier i will also argue and this is one of the things i will say about da and i am prepared to get some backlash for this because i sound a little gatekeepery not everyone is good at what they do absolutely i use some of us were bad 
I used some to... of us are still bad. And let me tell you. Yeah. I can't draw. Like, at all. I can't draw either. I was not always a good fanfic writer. I'll still argue that I'm not always a great writer. You know, I definitely, I'm not as famous as Corolla, but, I'm not you famous. know, like, you have multiple books. Yeah, but people don't, yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, but, like, I would also say, and this gets into a little bit of that angst when it comes to it, is, um. I love how the internet has opened up the ability for everyone to create. I do miss some of the loving antagonism that existed in the olden days that encouraged people to be better. Because I have seen some, frankly, very sus art that gets very widely praised because everyone is in a continual circle jerk with each other. <laughs> And that's great and fine, but, like, you don't get better by everyone telling you that your three lines that you're calling, you know, this character is good. And I think DA was at the forefront of having that problem, but also being hypercritical to it. Because DA was one of the foremost places for, like, your weird Mary Sue fanfic. Yep. Where, like, here is a... I don't like the way that we murdered the term Mary Sue, but just everyone's OC kid of a major character, everyone's OC sibling of a major character, everyone's marrying everyone. They're all hyper competent. They all look and sound exactly the same. I remember making an OC because everyone else did. I was just like, you know, it seemed like the thing to do. I never used him for anything. Like, I I drew him, like, once. And then I was like, you know, he's here and he didn't have a, he didn't have a backstory. He didn't have a point. He was just there in an Akatsuki cloak because it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. And and then I didn't know because back then I didn't know how to write original anything. So even an OC, I was like, I don't know what to do with him now. So he'll just be over there in in the corner. Um. <laughs> but um, to bring it back to BL, one of the things that DeviantArt was big on was it was one of the bigger places that allowed for boys love content in a way that you know when we talk about tagging things so they don't get flamed da was one of those places that you had to tag things very appropriately otherwise you would get flamed because of its huge audience we mm -hmm. cannot stress that if the year was 2008 how many people were on deviantart and it's 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 a joke now that no one uses DeviantArt anymore, even though it is still a very, very popular website for some fucking reason. Yeah, um, it's clearly, because every time I go there now, because I still have my account, I just don't use it for anything. Yeah, I still have, I still have my account. You can yeah. still read some of my cringy work. And every time I go there, it looks so different, and I can't find anything because you know it. The old, I used to be on it. I think I started being on it in like two thousand five. Mm -hmm. um and 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 when you talk about the tagging this is actually a really good point because one of my one of my fondest well, thank you it's yeah. almost like i've been doing this for a while yeah but like i haven't i like i can't remember how i got 
into the site. I can't remember how I found it. I was probably searching from some for some, you know, like ship art or something. Mm-hmm. And I and I stumble onto the site. And then I, I am not kidding right now. I spent an entire summer, like I spent weeks of one summer just going mm-hmm. through DA searches because mm-hmm. I saw once upon a time this fan art of Anbu Itachi that I was completely obsessed with. And then mm-hmm. I lost it and I couldn't find it. And I spent weeks going through, like searching and going back to the page, like, okay, so yesterday I was on search page 52. Let's keep going today. And this was all I did for weeks until I found that picture. And the only reason I was able to find it was because I vaguely remembered part of the title and I could tag very specifically what was in it. But of course, this was 2005 and everyone was drawing Naruto characters in Ambu uniforms. So it took a very, very long time, but I found it and I printed it out and I have it still framed in my hallway. But, you know, it just, I spent so long doing it and I can't believe I found it. Like everyone was like, just give it up. And I'm like, no, I will, I'll look through the tags and I'll find it one day. And I did. So I opened back up my DeviantArt. Uh, and of course, I have it set to allow mature uh, work. The amount of just like actual women's vaginas is terrifying. <laughs> really? Like this is just a whole woman's pussy <laughs> on the internet. And I'm not here to shame anyone, but. <laughs> I didn't think they allowed. I, I, I didn't think so either. Have they changed their just... terms of service? Because I think I... that. Because you could have like a mature filter. I remember. Oh, but also I remember following this one girl because she would post like these really colorful photos. And she had a cat. I would follow people for their cat photos, even though. But she was a suicide girl. Remember suicide girls? I'm so triggered. (laughs) Please don't make me go back. and, And I would follow her. And I remember she always had to have things behind like a mature filter because she would post like underwear shots and like topless shots but i hmm. i i'm not here to judge anyone's anything says literally the most judgmental person on earth oh but deviantart really was the place to get that stuff and really one of the earlier sites for it in a way that was organized hmm. because deviant art accepted so many different kinds of art it yeah. accepted cosplay it accepted role play it accepted writing it accepted fan art it accepted photo pho- my brain wanted to say photographed and photography so it's like photography <laughs> photography um, <laughs> photography uh, but it well, accepted all of these things and it had some pretty excellent chat rooms it doesn't anymore, but their chat Funny. rooms and forums used to be pretty ace. <laughs> I can't remember any chat rooms. I remember the forums, but I've never been a forum person, so I never got it. But I was and always have been a major chat room whore. Uh, and I used to love the chat rooms. But like, also, one of the cool things about DA for a lot of it was their adoptables and bases. Mm. So like, if you weren't a great artist, you could easily get a base, slap on one of 500 anime wigs, and there you go. There's your yeah. OC that is Naruto's twin sister that he never knew he had. <sighs> deep, deep eye roll. Those were the 
Those were the days. I also, I yes. just remember because DeviantArt would be like, would be like, you know, you you go to the front page, and mm -hmm. it would be so much fan art. Like especially in my heyday, it was all you know, it was Death Note and Naruto and Kingdom Hearts, like all of it, and yep. then it was inflation art. There's still a lot of inflation. Yeah. So, so mine was always like Attack on Titan, Naruto. And for some reason, like Inuyasha, I guess, like, because it knew that I was old. The Attack on Titan was never anything I chose. It was just there. Apparently, everyone was still really, really horny for Attack on Titan. It was probably uh, early in the, in the... Yeah, it was pretty early. There's still a lot of, like, gigantism, which, sure. Uh, there's still a lot of vor, sure. There's a lot of furries, <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. But, and even just, like, in calling it DeviantArt, you know, there was a grittiness to it, you know, that we're called deviants, that it's, you know, your daily deviations. There was this, like, mm -hmm. grittiness to it being younger that really did make us feel like we were a part of something. Because I don't know if you were ever a part of this tangentially, but, you know, there's a huge divide in, like, the art community that if you go to art school... And you do like anime and manga, like art, like oh, that's cheap, that's stupid, mm. that's bad, and it's like, oh, I, I, I remember the debates. Yeah, and I I don't really think that like writers, at least like on the school front, had that conversation as much about fan fiction because we were not talking about our fan fiction. <laughs> like I wasn't going to my English teacher with my fanfic, but like. I know we as a society still have that problem with fanfic writers where, you know, we're somehow devalued when, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey was just Bella Edward Twi from Twilight fanfic that got weird, but pop off, I guess. Yeah. My 50,000 words about Matt and Mello that I posted for free. <laughs> that undeniably is better I'm not sure if that's something that I'm happy about because that's a pretty low bar. Well, true, that's, but you that's know, a pretty low bar. But I I appreciate where you were going with that. But that's a pretty low bar. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Well, to value your work, you know, thank just, you. Like, I'm thank just you. Pointing out that, um, yeah. But you know, there was a grittiness to it. There was, you know, this like this rebel spirit to it like oh you know we're deviants we're part of but, this oh harry potter harry potter was the course. other yeah yeah Everyone yeah looting harry potter the sheer amount of dreary do you remember those of course you do you know those those dreary drawings that look like photographs the ones that were so they were rendered so well that you had to take like a double take because you were like yes. why yes yeah Deviant um, art was so full of those. But I were, think that I think yes. it's so funny because you know I was very young at the time, like 2005. You know, I was in my mm -hmm. mid-teens or something. Not to mm -hmm. age myself or anything, but um, also I can't do math, so leave me alone. But remember, I'm not a native English speaker, and we actually didn't know what deviant meant for the longest time. And I think one of the one of the reasons was it was one of these words that we hadn't really heard pronounced. So everyone in Norway called it deviant art. And so we, it I took like me divine. a while. Deviant. So it took me a while to connect it and to realize that it was deviant. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> there is Hitalia fan fiction 
That is Italy X Reader X Southern Italy in the year of our Lord 2022 on DVD. Oh my! I feel like I've gone back in time. <laughs> time capsule. Wow. The yeah, but fuck. But was I feel like self insert back in those days? It was much more, you know, the whole OC Mary Sue thing, and not so yes. much the whole X Reader because I feel like that didn't exist at all back when when at least when i was no i had a lot of x reader oh really okay i saw a lot of x reader maybe it's Um, just you know depending on which kind of like which crowd i I, if anything did so also we have to keep in mind and we'll talk about this a little bit more when we get to my site quizzilla uh (laughs) that oftentimes x reader didn't really mean x reader it meant x failed oc that we said was x reader to increase popularity but these were basically just ocs like x reader was always meant to be that they were a little bit more blank slates because um you're supposed to so matthew inman who does the oatmeal you know he did a bunch of really really famous Mm. comics he talked about this with twilight where he calls bella pants uh because you're supposed to just put her on i call that character lamp chan or lamp chan just Mm. because you could replace that character in any scene with a lamp and they serve the same person. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I refer to them as lamps. That, <laughs> and also, like, it's just very, very funny. It's like, imagine this, like, very, very dramatic scene. And there's just, like, a lamp in the corner. Yeah. You know, they're just dragging this lamp around. Because they serve the same narrative purpose. Um, but because they are a lamp, because they are pants, they're supposed to be a lot more blank slate than they are. A lot of ex-reader, especially on DeviantArt, and even I was guilty of this sin on Quizilla, wasn't really blank slate. They were characters. I guess we just gave up on trying to make them OCs and knew that <laughs> ex-reader sold better. Mm. So I still saw a lot of ex-reader. And especially on DeviantArt, it was a lot of ex-reader that, yeah, like basically was more like a role play in a weird way that like you are it's an ex reader but you're supposed to really fit into like you are this character rather than you are you yeah uh i am horrified at the amount of actual pornography that is on deviantart like this is a whole man's dick um i think i probably can't see it since i'm not logged in on this browser because i think you have to be logged in to see the I'm logged in. Yeah, because I'm not. Because I don't know. I'm logged in, and I haven't changed my passwords. Uh, I think I actually did change my password a couple of years back, just because I was doing a whole, you know, like, security I, measure thing. So I don't... So much of me wants to be shocked and surprised, and so much of me also. There's Code Lyoko fanfic. Are you like are you looking up something in particular or are you just like No, I just that? kept scrolling on the main feed. Okay, cuz I'm scrolling the main feed right now. What is going on? DeviantArt, are you guys okay? I just can't get over that it's it's not gray anymore. Like it's not Yeah, like- it's very bright now. Uh so things that I can draw from my current feed. Everyone wants my Hero Academia OCs. Jujutsu Kaisen is apparently very very gay and everyone I mean it is. I, I mean have, I can't speak to that. Uh, oh god, it's so good. And there's a horrifying amount of like actual pornography. Anyways, that's deviant art. I'm not getting uh, any pornography. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm just <laughs> there's there's so much like actual like 
art here? Like, you know, like... There's a lot of feet. I don't see anything. I don't understand. You, I mean, I happily trade. You can have it. Oh, you there's can, a cute cat girl. You can, I will happily swap with you. <laughs> Please take it. Take the feet. You can have all the feet and questionable vaginas you want. Take it. I don't know if, okay. Thank um, you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the worst gift ever received questionable vaginas and feet. Um, uh, yeah. How am I going to explain this to the wife, huh? Uh -huh. But DeviantArt. It still exists. It's had many a scandal, including art theft. Uh, Sakimi famously revealed herself to be a terrible person. And Sakimi really was like holding up that website. And she revealed herself to be an awful garbage human being. You know, that feels like so long ago that I can't even remember the controversy anymore. Like, I won't I dig it up just because I don't want to. <laughs> fair i mean i know there was something i just like i feel like <laughs> there's just like a friggin you know someone's having a meltdown on twitter every single day like five times a day about some artists these days so i'm just like you know what i don't even know anymore okay it's so sakimi like was, was years ago sakimi was valid yeah, I followed Sakimi. I remember. Yeah, I will not dig it up just out of respect for our sanities. But I know Sakimi was like holding DA up. And then she lost a lot of followers. Not enough because she's still very popular. Um, they had a big scandal with selling people's art illegally, which mm. both of us will be quiet about because art theft is a thing. And that's a whole other, yeah. Yeah, and realistically, it never really grew out of that idea that it's kind of, Devi again, without sounding like gatekeepery and gentrify-y, DeviantArt never really grew out of that reputation of it's either like professional artists or your friend who thinks they draw good. Yeah. Like there was a huge quality divide like, you either have, like, professional artist, professional writer, professional photographer, and your friend who, like, took a photography class at the community college hmm. and is taking, like, quote-unquote artful photos of his, like, suburban backyard pool. Yeah. And Which, I, yes. And I also remember, you know, within those within those those groups as well or within those divides there were more divides because like in the you know um, i would follow mostly people either that i knew in real life or people who posted obviously content that i was interested in and mm -hmm. i just remember the whole because you know again the struggle between original concepts and mm -hmm. fan art and how people would not get acknowledgement for really good art that they posted if it was mm -hmm. like an original piece because mm -hmm. it was fan art and people would be like oh but i'm following you for you know kingdom hearts or or whatever why, why are you posting this like you know and it would just, be so discouraged i just saw that there was a creator that i follow that like got really really famous for doing one pairing and then she had this like whole melodramatic spiel about like oh this no longer brings me joy i'm not going to be posting this anymore and like and i don't say that to diminish what she went through because I can only imagine how difficult it must be to get really, really famous for one pairing and to not do it anymore, which is why I've always been thankful to not be famous. 
Like, if for whatever reason, I got famous for doing just Matt and Mellow. Yeah, but I know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd probably feel hella stifled because they're not the only pairing that I'd like to write, which is why I'm so glad that I'm not hella famous. Uh, I'm happy to live like a crab, just feeding on yes. the occasional detritus of uh, <laughs> positive feedback. Yeah. But... Yeah, I can only imagine that that because my my gut instinct, you know, because I'm old and a boomer, was like, eh, suck it up. And people gave you money to draw fictional characters kissing. Shut up. But like, I get it. Fans are different. We are different. We demand so much more from content creators, especially the BL kind, than we ever used to. Yeah. I want to close DeviantArt on one thing, because we have other sites to talk about, and it's already been 30 minutes. So many uh, sites, yeah. Is that DeviantArt started the idea that your content creators are gods, and we do not owe you anything. If we bless you with something, you should appreciate us. And if we do not bless you with something... You have angered this capricious and random Babylonian spirit, and thus we do not give you fat material. DeviantArt really was the one where we went from being men to gods, <laughs> where as content creators, that power was ours. And if we didn't create, awesome, no one was yelling at us, they missed us, they were sad, it was, oh, come back, where have you gone, what did we do, you know, that's where creators were king, and there's a part of me that misses that, a part of me, mm. there's a part of me that is also equally horrified by that, because as you will see later, we did get like a Marxist uprising where people realize we also have the means of production and we also just make our own OC smut fic and we should stop relying on Chuck's notes, five people <laughs> to, produce, to produce works. Yeah, but because, I, I, yeah, it's true. It's true. Because yeah, like DeviantArt also I think was bad about having like, oh, there's like for, per fandom, there's like five creators holding it up. Yeah, and they're like always on the front page. They're and... always on the front page. They've been doing this for a thousand years. Yeah. God forbid any of them fucking die. And everyone Yeah, and everyone else who's not those five who who create within that within that fandom will always be compared. Yeah, and they never get the attention. And I also never. really remember just, you know, to go off on a like a quick little tangent before we close Please. it where you know you'd have like artists that because the whole rendering thing was so new back then i used to follow this one uh, artist and i can't for the life of me remember what they were called now it was they were chinese and they had like these amazing bishonen characters who were like mm -hmm. you know rendered really beautifully and mm -hmm. they were super super famous on da for this mm -hmm. art and i just remember that because that style was so iconic, but they were the only person who was really famous for it at the time. Everyone mm -hmm. else who did that would get blamed for ripping off this person as if rendering wasn't mm -hmm. a thing, you know? Because it was just like, no, that's just their drawing style and you're stealing it. And it's like, no, it's, you know, people create mm -hmm. with the same tools, you know? But it was they a whole do. thing. Like, it was a whole so, thing. So takeaways from DeviantArt, OC hell. Just utter OC hell. Gay, straight, vor, 
inflation OC hell. Mm. True. Uh, pillars of the community, some of them ended up disappointing us massively. And content creators are gods. And if anything ever happens to them, that is your only source of this niche thing. Um, DeviantArt is still around. I I don't use it anymore. Same. I still get hits on my DA, which is weird. Um, like, I'm looking at my DA right now. I still get hits on my DA. I don't know what you people are doing. Do you want to read... Do you want to read poetry I wrote when I was sad about an ex-boyfriend? Yes. No hunting on my DA. I just, I get so much, much anxiety when I actually log in because DA was for me um, the start of my career of ghosting people and ignoring messages. Because once I started piling up comments and, you know, direct messages or whatever, and I just ran out of energy... Mm -hmm. it just every time i log in it's like you've got two thousand messages and i'm like oh god <laughs> yeah if you ever want to go dig up some of my poetry about being sad about a shitty man go find my da i guess <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go read several lines of bad poetry about me being sad about a crappy man deviant art it's for you <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Uh, okay. Do you want to go over adultfanfic.net or do you want to uh, wax philosophic about LiveJournal? I think we can do adult fanfiction because it will be shorter because LiveJournal is a whole gospel. I've noticed. Yeah, because we've just, we've just covered like half an hour of DeviantArt. So let's, let's just. Yeah, you guys, you know what? Go ahead. Grab a snack really quick. Uh. <laughs> It only gets worse from here. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. No. Did you even did you use AFF at all? Or I read a little bit on AFF when I was decidedly not an adult. Yeah, same. I've told I was multiple yeah, times. Yeah, when I was like when I was like 14 years old, I read a little bit on AFF. I definitely it was not my primary site. It was I think I was a little I think it was overwhelming for me. If I recall, it was a little overwhelming for me. I really loved it. I never ever was able to get into fanfiction.net. I think it was because I just I discovered AFF first and I was mm -hmm. so used to using it. So I never really understood fanfiction.net. I also think it is because I don't know if I mentioned this, but my eyes are really sensitive to like white letters and white backgrounds. And so on FF there would be like a white background and all the text was black and I would go blind every time I went on there. But then mm. AFF was like dark and mm. which is ironic because now I hate dark mode, but it was dark, but the letter, but like the writing wasn't necessarily in white either. I can't remember. I think, mm. I think in general, like the color scheme was horrible. But what I, I remember is like, because it was so, like, it was so, I don't want to say basic but like primitive you know because i think about all of the tricks that we used to do for aff like you know i used to do this a lot where if you posted and you feel like you didn't because when you updated a fic or you posted a fic it would end up on mm -hmm. the like on the front page like all the way up up top mm -hmm. in 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 newly um newly released or newly updated and mm -hmm. you would try to update at a time where you knew that a lot of people would see it but for the longest time before they fixed this thing you'd go in and like edit a single typo 
and it would still pop up as most recently edited. So I would do this a lot just to get more clicks. It was, yeah. And then you know, and then they they changed it, so you couldn't do that anymore. But I just, and I also remember that you couldn't have. Because on AO3 and sites like that, and like LiveJournal also back then, you have a reply system. So if someone left you a comment, mm -hmm. you can reply directly to the comment. But on mm -hmm. AFF, there was no such thing. So everyone would have like a section at the bottom of their fic or at the bottom of the chapter where they would reply to individual comments for each previous chapter. So you would click on a chapter and it would look like it was, you know, 6,000 pages long. Turns yeah. out it's like the chapter is like this. And then it's like the person has a lot of readers and they're just like replying to all of the comments in the <laughs> scrolling forever. Like that was- Yeah, uh... absolutely. I, I do remember, I think for me, the reason why I didn't really use like AFF a lot also was because for whatever reason, I wasn't really comfortable reading other people's smutty fanfic. Mm -hmm. I was fine writing smutty fanfic, but I wasn't really comfortable reading everyone else's smutty fanfic. You know, 14 years old, I'm already a fucking snob. Um, <laughs> That's fair. You do yeah, you, yeah. you know? 14 years old, already a fucking snob. Would not know what a dick looked like in a lineup of dicks. <laughs> already a goddamn snob. Oh um, my God. But also, like, there was just something about, like, the UI, UX of it, which was not a word that we had back in the day. That was just, like, very off-putting to me. Like, it was very unyieldy to mm. my my poor, dumb American brain that I couldn't really work with. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I really loved it. And... That was zero judgment. I, I definitely. Oh, yeah. I no, no. But it's like, you know, because we just had different experiences with it. And I think that it also has a lot to do with where you came from and what kind of sites mm -hmm. you were familiar with already. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, just because AFF was one of the first pure fanfic sites that I hung out on, that was my main and that was where I... Mm -hmm. And of course, I mean, obviously there was a reason I was there because by the time I realized that fanfiction.net was a thing, I was like, yeah, but mm -hmm. you're not allowed to post the smut on there. So you still have to go on AFF for the spicy chapter. So I just stayed there. And because I was there to read other people's porn, like I also posted mm -hmm. my own, but I mean, I was, I used to be so proud of my smut, you know, but now I'm like, I really don't want to know what it looked like when I was I like would be, 17. I would be terrified to find out if any of my old smut survived. Like I would be utterly mortified. I think, if, yeah. Yes. I think that AFF actually ended up being purged at some point because I think it's up again now. But I yeah. tried logging in and I couldn't get in because I think they either purged all old accounts or the whole site was taken down. And then because I think it was like there was like a big something happened to it and it was taken down for a while. And then it, when it came back up, you had to basically create all over again. So I don't think any of my stuff is there anymore. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> but... <sighs> my god but i i really i i i only have fond memories of that site even though it was you know kind of a train wreck but again we talked about it a lot during the like the tagging episode etc mm -hmm. because you know that was when there were the tags you know you had the disclaimer you had the you had the tags and it was the citrus scale and just the the, the slightest bit of mention of what kind of lemon it was you know but you wouldn't have extensive tagging like you have today no, absolutely not. And, you know, for, for better or worse, 
it was the system that we had in place and we dealt with it. Um, I mean, it was all we knew. There are a couple of other sites that I think do, like now that I'm thinking about it, deserve an honorable mention. And oh, yeah. I, I know what I'm going to, I think I know what we're going to do for Patreon now. Because oh. they don't really fit specifically into this episode. But I, I'm looking at some other sites and it kind of has my brain turning a little bit that I feel like they deserve honorable mention as part of the Fujin experience, but they don't necessarily fit neatly into this episode. Mm. So I will elaborate on that later when we're not. Yes, please. But no, right we're just going to go in fucking dry. Let's go. Patreon episode. <laughs> Hit and record. Of course. <laughs> I mean, we're already talking about the customs of old, so why not just go in dry? Because honestly... Uh, speaking of going in dry, uh, who allowed us to write porn? Lax parenting, and you know they didn't know what we were doing on the yeah. Internet, la- lax, sure. lax parenting. That's the only because you can't blame the website, which I think leads us very neatly into Quizilla. Okay, bring it. You can't, you can't blame the website. So Quizilla, my pride and joy. Yeah, you have a lot to say. I- my, my rotten soldier, my sweet cheese. Uh, Quizilla.com started as a venture that was purchased by uh, Teen Nick when they had their own channel. Teen Nick, which only showed like Degrassi. Nickelodeon? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Oh, you're not. Okay, sit down. Sit down. Everybody, I know nothing. Grab, grab a chair. I'm going to regale you. It's going to be like when people would tell stories of old. I am your Fujin Homer. Sit down as I tell you a story. I'm in my witch dress. I'm in my flowy witch garb. Let me... Let me spin you a yarn about a little website called Quizilla, which was created by Teen Nick and Nickelodeon and Viacom to have like chill, oh my god, which Degrassi character is your BFF that we turned into a porn magnet. And not even about Degrassi. We made it animeporn.com. Wow. Okay. And we did it by exploiting a very interesting aspect of the site, which is something that people still exploit to this day, which is poor content moderation. Uh. So Quizzilla, you could post nearly anything as long as it was formatted as a quiz. So you can think about it almost like you're posting for Tumblr, but you have to set it up like a quiz. There has to be some kind of answer at the bottom. But whatever you did with the rest of that content block is up to you. Oh, okay. So as long as we could get to the end and format it with some kind of button, we could do whatever we wanted. And boy, howdy, did we. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. Did we. Because that explains... So much because whenever we talk about Quizilla, mm-hmm. I only remember it as a quiz site 
And I, you know, used it really like very rarely. So I have no fandom experience from Quizilla. And then you're over here like talking about fanfic. And I'm like, but wasn't it a quiz site? Oh, okay. It was. That's okay. the thing. It was. It was also. Because now I understand how you did it. Because I've been like, was it like BuzzFeed where it would just have like, different sections but no so you just turn the quizzes into, into porn it. yeah wow. okay yeah, pretty much um so typically we were able to exploit that by um at the end of the button just being like you know did you like this yes or no and then that feedback didn't matter Sometimes we didn't, sometimes we do like really, really cool formatting tricks where, okay, so as I mentioned before, uh, social media and PR is my day job. So back in the day when people needed to make uh, search engine optimized websites, one of the ways to do that is uh, keywords. So if you write a blog post about fun things to do in Norway, when you're writing that blog post, you need to bring up Norway, fun things, fun things to do in Norway. So when people are searching it, that's going to come up. Mm. One thing we used to do back in the day was called keyword stuffing, where we would just take fun things to do in Norway, copy paste it 500 times, make it black behind black text. So Google still read it as there, but no one ever saw it. Oh my God. We would do that with the quiz options. Oh my God. So we could just post anything. You guys were fancy. We would have fanfic that had music behind it, little cursors that moved. There was one, it had like an 8-bit uh, music box version of Wind by Akeboshi from Naruto that I can <laughs> still play in the back of my head. We had fancy wallpapers behind our fix. We had custom cursors. They played music. Our profiles played music. This was our house hmm. and none of it was meant to do what it did it was never meant to be what it was and that's i think the best part about it is that it was never meant to be what it ended up being i don't know at this stage how it got there about how that anime migration happened, about how we made it a porn engine, but it started with Dreary and ended with Naruto. And it was, I think in so many ways, so emblematic of what was going on in that like early 2000s fan culture where pop culture really was ignoring fandom, like anime fandom, because you know, for us to sound like old and boomers and stuff, this was not popular back then. This no. was not popular. It was not cool. None of us were proud to be, you know, anime and manga fans because it wasn't okay. Like, it wasn't exciting back then. Um, so, you know, for what Nickelodeon thought we wanted, they thought we wanted, you know, Degrassi. We didn't want Degrassi. We wanted Full Metal Alchemist fanfic between Mustang and Ed. That's what we wanted. I mean, I've, I've never watched Degrassi, but you know, it doesn't sound as interesting. I, I you know have... what? I can agree. It is not. Um, so, Quizilla, 
I think just like for the sheer level of what we turned it into. <laughs> because it also so Quizilla also had a huge problem where uh, it very, very quickly gained reputation for being not what it was. And it was part of the giant like purge war between like Anne Rice and JK Rowling because they discovered, oh, people are taking my very, very not gay thing and making it gay. <sighs> people are taking my very, very not gay thing and they're making it gay. And I don't like that for some reason. <laughs> for some reason that upsets me. I just want to point out, you know, and yeah. rice yes now i have not read the books yes but the fans did not make those vampires gay no we no. made no we made the vampires gay those were just some good friends those were some some chill bros mm. that there's no homosexuality there whatsoever nope nope we we corrupted that they were yeah. very straight Nothing, oh, yeah. nothing happened. It is it is our fault. We are wrong. And it's not like they adopted a child or anything. Like no. Okay. But, but right now, uh, what's amazing about thinking about Quizilla is the fact that, for the most part, I get people that don't know what we did and why we did it, and then every once in a while, I'll talk to someone who did. Like, I was on a call with someone, and they were like, oh my god, you're right. Like, you, we did that. We, we did that. And I almost miss it. Almost. All, almost. <laughs> uh, so I got to the Wayback Machine, and oh. I see if I can pull some screenshots for you guys so you can see. Actually... Let me close out some stuff, and this is going to be great for the video portion of the podcast, but for no one else. You're going to have to deal with it, because we learned the magic of screen sharing the last time, remember? Oh, yeah. We learned that we have the magic of... Uh, do we remember it? Yes, we do. Just let me share my fucking screen. Just let me share. Oh, my God. Why? Why do you make this difficult for me? We're going to open up one tab. Yes. Share. Why are you like this? Show on stream. There oh, we go. Okay, I can see it. Yeah. Okay. So welcome to Vintage Quizzilla. Yeah, because this is how I remember it looked like. Basically. But and you can see immediately like Draco Malfoy XU part 32. Oh my God. So let's just. And then you have the quizzes. You do have the quizzes. Of course you do. You, Of course you have. Oh my God. I don't even want to know what this is. Read it for <laughs> Lust for a young girl's blood. Okay. We're not going to ask questions about that. Uh, there was a lot of fic about uh, musicians. So much. Uh, sure. Are you going to let me see it? Are you going to let me see it? Please. Come on. Yes! So this is how we did it. So we could exploit. And as long as we could make it into a quiz... We could do whatever we wanted. Oh my god. As long as we could make it a quiz, we could do anything. 
That's how we did it. <laughs> That's how we did it. As long as you could turn it into something that looked quiz shaped. And then, I don't know, I'm not reading this. Uh, read the results. Submit. Show me the results. Okay, of course, there's an error. Uh, yeah, of course. It no longer exists. But yeah, like that's how we did it. As long as you could turn it into something quiz shaped. Oh, uh, quiz ID must be passed from answer. Something is wrong. Okay, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like as long as you can make it in quiz shape, hmm. we could do anything. So if you can imagine 13, 14 year old Amanda doing this for hours. <laughs> I can. I, I, I can. Good. Yeah. That's what was happening. So I'll pull up some screenshots for you guys that are listener only, but that was a special treat for the uh, video segment of the show because uh, we have the magical technology of screen share. But we do. That's, that's how we did it. Because I remember you mentioning, it's like, I don't understand how you guys did it. And it was so hard for me to explain. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, wow. eventually Nickelodeon was like, hey, you guys should probably stop making pornography on our website that we meant to be like about our shows excuse me and it got shut down i think it still exists like yeah in a form of itself and it's like fully teen nick and it's just like hey we're doing this dumb thing and it's like okay whatever no one cares but yeah so that's quizzilla huh the sheer amount of porn that I wrote for that website. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I wonder if I still remember my uh, my login info. You probably do. It's probably it's probably locked away somewhere in your noggin. It probably is. To be yeah. perfectly honest. And I mean, if you're anything like me, you probably had the same username and password everywhere. So, like, if the site still exists. Yeah, the problem is, is that the site doesn't really exist. So, like, doing it on the Wayback Machine is kind of hard. Because uh, it's not real. Yeah. But, yeah, like, that's, that's how we did it. That's how we did it for all these years. And... You know, it was a, in hindsight, it's a brilliant system. In hindsight, absolutely brilliant. And, you know, the amount of effort we put into this stuff really is shocking. Like, when, when we talk about this, and I remember saying this a lot, uh, there was no casual way to be a fan back in the day. This is what we mean. Yeah. There was no casual fandom back in the day. There was no chill way to be a fan. It was us exploiting. It was us creating. It was us doing these things, figuring these things out. Going so hard. Going so fucking far. <laughs> it's so, so admirable, isn't it? In, in the worst way, it is. Because... You know, and I always think about every once in a while, I'll think about stuff like this, that it's like, if only we had used our our time for better things, like if only we had done like better things with our energy. Like, 
I mean, yeah, like what I don't know, but like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I look at like fan ingenuity and I'm just like, man, we probably could really do stuff. Yeah, but we want to write porn, so yeah, but we want to write pornography about fictional characters. So leave me alone. Mm. I mean, porn is important too, you know, like. It, yeah, it definitely like I'm not I am not here to tell anyone that that expression isn't valid. I'm not I, I don't think anyone expected you would be to be honest. Like, I, I mean I another one not, of your long cons in that case. Yeah, I could not be that person if I wanted to. Yeah, no. No. If I wanted to be that person, I fucking couldn't. Or it's like just kidding kids, I think fanfic is super invalid and i hate you i don't think anyone would believe you at this point honestly uh, and they shouldn't no yeah and 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 they should not <laughs> it, i i am a liar congrats congrats a I'm bad a one at that like but that's quizilla that's how yeah. we did it. that's oh. how we exploited it and you know i think it's worth discussing because it was a juggernaut. It was a huge juggernaut. And to tie it back into BL, it was one of the early places that I remember seeing a lot of BL content. Mostly, like, a lot of shipping between, like, musicians. Like, a lot of, like, making the members of My Chemical Romance fuck. Which, yes, I know some of them are siblings. Um, they are? Oh, I didn't know that. You yeah. know, I don't know anything. Uh, there was a lot of dreary, obviously, Draco Malfoy and Harry Potter. There was a lot of dreary. Um, it's so funny because like, I had one of those like weird come to Jesuses when I was thinking about this list. And it's like, I don't remember that much BL on Quizilla. And I'm just like, stares and dreary. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was weird. I think, but it's, you know, it's funny because there are some people who grew up in the same time period who had, you know, who who had the same fandoms and and hung out on the same sites and yet mm. you know i have because because i'm on the opposite side of the spectrum you know i'm over here like i can't remember having seen barely any straight ships mm -hmm. for any of the things i've ever been into but i mean i'm sure it existed but it wasn't it was not my radar it wasn't you know anywhere within the vicinity of what I was reading. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, everything on the internet has always been gay. Mm -hmm. And I just don't... So, you know, it's, maybe it's the same thing, but... Yeah, it's very, very weird. Because, like, I I guess there was almost, like, this weird, like, disconnect between the two. Mm. Of, like, oh, well, it's it's fine, I guess. But, yeah, like, when I think about it, there was a lot of bl on quizilla i just don't think that we ever thought about it that way mm. i think in a lot of ways we probably didn't really think about it as anything that wasn't just fanfic there wasn't a lot of separation back in the day yeah that's true um and and also you know because again with the terms because bl wasn't a term that we used no I remember not knowing what it meant because, you know, I was under that stupid impression of, you know, there was, and we used to separate because, you know, there was the impression of Yaoi and Sean and I being, you know, again, Yaoi being hardcore and explicit mm -hmm. and Sean and I being soft and fluffy, but mm -hmm. also separating 
um, Anima ships, they were the Yawi and Sean and I, and then you had Slash for anything that was Western. Yes. And yes. so, yeah. Absolutely. I never read any Slash because I wasn't interested in your Western characters. <laughs> and, and that's fair. But, like, yeah, it was weird because I was thinking about it last night because, you know, I do think about these episodes before. It's not just. Good. Us. I'm glad one of us. Yeah, us because I'm just like, YOLO. <laughs> You know, I do think about this stuff, and I'm like, I don't really remember a lot of BL on Quasilla. And it's like, the fan fiction that literally scarred you from fan fiction was gay incest, and it was on Quasilla. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, it was literally, like, the fanfic that ruined fanfic for you. Like, yeah, it was It was there. It was there, and there were, all those things were there. All those things were there. Yeah, and... and Another yes. site that I just want to mention in passing because it doesn't really fit in with the with the tea with like the theme because we're talking about fandom experiences, you know, and and as, at least when I think fandom, I I think of fan made content based on you know uh, existing series that aren't inherently gay, you know, like mm -hmm. like I think about fanfic that has been you know with I mean clearly these characters are all gay because may i remind you that that sasunaru is you know canon but but you know the the media itself isn't necessarily branded as bl or whatever so i'm talking mm -hmm. about you know fandoms for other types of series but i want to mm -hmm. point out that another massive massive influential and important site in the same era is obviously Odin fantasy and we talked about Odin. Um, earlier yeah we, we we just have to mention it so no one thinks that we don't real like that we don't acknowledge its existence because okay, it so here's, here's your blanket disclaimer no this is not a chronological no question <laughs> about every fucking site that ever did a gay in the early 2000s there's probably a lot of things that we're leaving out and i think if anything that only adds to our point more is that yeah fans really are in a lot of ways like weeds like we just made <laughs> like we yeah we, made, we we ruined quizilla <laughs> like we congratulations like we corrupted it from the inside out mm. yeah like, we really we made do in like ways that mm. frankly we shouldn't no but because but you again, did. But again, there was no casual fan experience. Exactly. You were there just like, no, I'm just going to go on my crunchyroll.com and watch all of the legally available episodes of Spy Family. And then I'm going to not think about it ever again. I'm going to go to Good Smile and legally order this merchandise. And I'm going to go on fucking Jay's store and buy this legally made cosplay. And I'm going to go on Art of Wigs and get this nice beautiful wig for an affordable price can i just point out real quick yes. that art of wigs yes not a sponsor if you are living outside of the u.s do you yes. know how how the rest of us acquire art of wigs from us we have like in norway there's this system like there's this huge cosplay group on facebook like the biggest norwegian cosplay group and someone will post in it and they'll be like hey I'm going to order from Artowigs. Who wants to get in? And then they do a group order so everyone can split the shipping because no one can afford shipping from Artowigs because it's horrible. 
and so it's like everyone just kind of like bands together and there'll be like an order of like t like 20 30 cosplayers ordering wigs together it's insane just uh, you know art of wigs not a sponsor but no absolutely not but uh i can much i can definitely see how that would be why are they selling right dye like you can't just go get right dye at joanne fabrics it is not 2003 anymore arda we can just go get dye we have I mean, the internet we can dye wigs now you you can okay like please understand the struggle that is not being in the u.s and being like speaking of you know fandom sites of old the only thing we had was the costcraft forum and every time you googled something it would be costcraft forum telling you you can get it at walmart and we'd be like what the fuck is a walmart <laughs> like we knew that it existed we knew that it had everything but it didn't really help us because you know we're over here like no I but want. yeah this Yorio wig is very platinum blonde. <gasps> it's very platinum. I don't see. That's what that's what we should do for Halloween. We should have like one Yorio and one and one uh, toy. We should just make it an Uchi day. <laughs> I feel like that is easy to do because it's obvious who's doing who. <laughs> There's no question about who's doing who. <laughs> If, 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 by, if, if by the level of innuendo, you guys are still lost. <laughs> what Corolla just said is, I want to cosplay Yurio. I already have Yurio, you know? I just yeah. need to put him on. What Corolla just said is, I feel like <laughs> dragging Yurio out of the closet for whatever reason. Every he's day still, of my life. Yeah, he's still in there. He's just I love vibing. Him. He's in there with Otabek, okay? He's having a great time. I don't want to disturb him. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you want, as I've whinged about Quizilla, do you want to talk about Live Journal? Because we have a little bit of comment for this one. Oh, I love Live Journal. Like, Rest in peace. I, again, I cannot remember. Actually, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I can't remember how I got into it. Because, like, it was there, you know, all along. Um, yes. But I had a friend who went on exchange, and while she was on exchange, she set up a live journal blog mm -hmm. that she very rarely used. But I set up one so I could follow her, and then mm -hmm. you know the snowball started rolling because I discovered all of these communities. and And mm -hmm. I've talked about this so much on this podcast, how much I love live journal and the communities, and how you could customize your friends lists, and you could have. A multitude of friends lists so i would have like one for close friends i would have one for you know specific fandoms specific pairings only communities and so on and i would you know like go through my my list uh, yes. and we used and there were so many things you know like i i can't we used to call it l gay and even worse things when it was down because you know mm -hmm. it had a lot of issues i'm not gonna i'm not gonna repeat that one word but i but i know what you mean yeah Fun i know fact, live journal still exists yeah i know i actually logged into my live journal yesterday because i was uh my friend sent me a snap on snapchat earlier this week they were uh -huh. at friggin i think i mentioned this in the discord actually because they were at they were at the mall and there's the store called yeah and there's the store called new yorker which has mm -hmm. like a lot of like urban you know typically typically like mainstream fashion 
and mm-hmm. and they sent me this snap and they were like oh my god they have all these naruto shirts at new york i'm like what and and i had them pick one up for me because it had sai on it like it has naruto sakura and sai and i don't have any shirts with sai on it You're just so gonna i let, cut out naruto and sakura to have sai I mean, I, I I'm pretending like Sakura isn't actually on it, you know. Yeah, like, you're just gonna like, what you're just gonna like take like a piece of tape and just <laughs> yeah, I'll just put a button with Sasuke's face over. But yeah, but I just wanted I wanted it because of Sai, and then I realized because I was one of the co-founders of this one community on LiveJournal, which was called mm-hmm. Chimpo Daily, which was dedicated to Sai, and all we did was post screenshots of Sai and like graphics of Sai and like the occasional fanfic and and we would play the penis game in the comments you know where you're supposed to scream penis louder than the last person and then we would do it with like huge scrolling text with glitter until we broke the comments it was hilarious and I was thinking about that community so I logged in and it's still there and it was like one of my best fandom experiences because there was literally never any drama in this community. We were just like, we were so few. Like it was a really small community with people it who just was. loved Sai. And it was just Sai and penis jokes all day, no drama. And I <laughs> and I missed that community so much. It was one of my favorites. Think, it was I so much a great fun. point to mention is is how very little drama there was in these communities mostly just because again like there wasn't it it reminded me a lot of family and if you have like a a a less than ideal family you'll get where i'm going Mm. uh is you rely on them still so you Mm. can't like be mad at them because you need them like if we had drama on quizzilla that wasn't getting us anywhere because we still needed everyone else to keep this ship going. Like in a weird way, you know, again, it gets me pumped up to talk about it when I say it's like naval combat. And also in a lot of ways, it is like a functioning ship. There's not a lot of room for mutiny because we all need to be working together. Yeah to move ahead there were not many options for us to just say deuces fuck it you know peace out and go be on your own boat by yourself yeah yeah. and i think that that's such a great point because again i will tell the story until i die i survived the great live journal strikeout of 2007 Mm. and the great live journal strikeout of 2007 2007 that summer was really harsh on a lot of like fandom sites because christian fundamentalists were attacking everything and so on live journal they were pressuring live journal to close down a whole bunch of communities because Mm -hmm. they had like they had problematic content as we would say today and a lot of this was mm-hmm. you know like and it was you know it, it very much was a protect the children kind of thing but the problem was that it was hitting all kinds of communities and what i think is so amazing with how that happened is you know a lot of the communities that were hit were hit because you know sometimes there would be people who would post like uchiha cest or whatever you know like hitachin mm-hmm. cest or whatever mm-hmm. fanfics and 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 so entire fandoms would be affected because all of these communities would be taken down. But everyone bonded together because it didn't matter if you didn't ship 
that specific ship or if you weren't into that kind of content because this mm-hmm. affected all of us because we were losing our our spaces we were losing our communities so everyone got together to try to figure out how can we tell live journal to bring them back and a lot of these communities in fact were brought back when live journal was made aware that hey you've been taking down communities that haven't had any of these things and also Mm -hmm. these are fictional characters and they were like okay yeah let us reinstate the communities and they brought them back and i don't see that happening today because now you have that whole you know not to talk about that again but you know where you can't you can't be pro anything you know like because if you're pro ship meaning i support everyone's right to enjoy the content they enjoy then that automatically makes you problematic and people wouldn't have supported it because it would be like, yeah, but that was taken down because it's problematic. And that wasn't, you know, that wasn't how we responded to it because we needed each other. We needed each other. And, you know, and I don't want to make it sound like it was all kumbaya and great. Oh, no, 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 no. We have LJ wank. We we used to call it LJ wank. Like, I'm not going to say that that was great or ideal back in the day. Um, But in a lot of ways, like, yeah, we really didn't have a lot of room to do what a lot of, because, so here's one thing that I think also, like, is important to mention, like, with it being our birth month and us being older, is, you know, like, when we look at drama that happens nowadays, if you've ever been disappointed by our response to drama, which I don't think anyone ever has been, but let's say you're a new listener, let's say that you're brand new, first of all, how the fuck did you find us? (laughs) Please tell us. Please tell yeah. us in the comments. If this is your first episode ever, <laughs> please let us know how you've stumbled upon this hidden gem. But <laughs> if you've ever been disappointed in how we've responded to something, I think so much of that comes down to the sites that we came up into and mm-hmm. is for, you know, it's formulated and based in the fact that yeah, we didn't have a lot of room for that drama to exist back in the day because we needed each other. If mm. you if you ran afoul of the one other person doing Uchiha Sest, there was no Uchiha Sest for anyone. <laughs> you ruined it. Like yeah. you if people would let you know, you ruined it. Um we'll probably talk about that a little bit more when we get into Tumblr of old. Because we still need to talk about oh, Tumblr of old. God. Where there was this understanding, again, much like DeviantArt, where we are random and capricious gods. And if you piss us off, then you shit the bed for everyone. Mm. It isn't yeah. just you who are impacted. The whole boat's going down. Yeah. And, like, I'm just going to, you know, I, I will keep harping on this because I really, really loved LiveJournal. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I stopped using it really, apart from how I was burned out and couldn't do anything anymore, mm-hmm. was the fact that they started changing the site and they started changing the way it worked. And I got all of these weird like glitches and errors and I had such a hard time with the HDML because I, you, mm-hmm. you know, with the LJ cuts and all of these things. And I would struggle so much with just posting because I had so many issues with it that I just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, I just stopped using it and most of my friends were moving on to other sites as well. And But I think about this site so often because to this day, like my best online and fandom experiences have all been on LiveJournal because I, I personally feel like it was the perfect site because of how customizable the friends pages were and the communities and how you could do all of these things and how easy it was to filter out content that you didn't want or to filter in content 
that you did want mm-hmm. and you know and how we used to have the you know the friends lock and you would have the post that was on top that was pinned that would be like comment to be added and you had you know there there was like a whole system that made it really easy to use and very easy to to cultivate and mm-hmm. I haven't had an experience like it. And I think I hold everything to a really high standard because of how well equipped the live journal fandom fandoms mm-hmm. actually were. And I miss it every single day of my life. So I Googled something and I have been taken back in time. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Do you no. remember a website called Flash Flash Revolution? Barely. I found my FFR profile. Oh, dear God. Like, was that like a Flash? It was a Flash version of Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, my God. I found my old FFR profile. And if you want to go back to 2000 and something, if you want to go back to 2013 real fast, if you want to go back to 2011 real fast, Look at that. Oh, my- I can't read. There's a there's a song here called Shut Your Mouth, and I write it as Slut Your Mouth. So uh, my, my favorite movies listed are Cruel Intentions, Death Note, which wasn't a movie, 300, and Saw. None of that is accurate. I don't like any of the Saw movies. Listen, and I've Cruel never Intentions is great. Yeah, three, the Cruel Intentions is accurate. Death Note, which was not a movie yet. And but I've Death never... Note- the Japanese live actions came out in 2008, though. I you feel know like they- good and goddamn well I wasn't watching those. Oh, okay. I watched them. I really liked them. That, I, that, that wasn't a quality judgment on them. It was a quality judgment on... I was trash. That, was, that wasn't <laughs> no, a quality was judgment. Saying, I'm pretty sure that uh, that the Death Note, the Japanese Death Note movies came out before 300, but I might be... I'm just saying. We were trash. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying, I mean, I, I'm still trash, so, you know. I'm not... We we were trash. Uh, I also remember, I also remember thinking that, I, was it Xerxes or his son from 300 was kind of hot? Possibly. Yeah, it was, it was his son. I think he lost his head. I think I was really upset because, like, spoilers for a movie that came out in 2007, I guess. Spoilers for history, I guess. <laughs> I remember seeing that once, like on a Hitalia fanfic, where someone was like, "Spoilers for World War II. and <laughs> uh, yeah, I have concerns. Hello, <laughs> and I wanted to quit the internet. Oh, Spoilers God. for how World War II ends. It's like, well, I mean, I'm sure there are some 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 countries out there who have been taught differently you know like yeah no let's not go there let's we're just not going there no let's just yeah. carry on yeah i was, I was letting you i was letting you dig that hole i was waiting to see how you'd get yourself no out of it. no 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 uh, okay do you want because while i know we can talk a lot about why gallery and zenga and that might have to be the patreon part because it's I, already been an hour and a half yeah do you want to wrap up on tumblr of old I think so. Yeah, I mean, because we will. De- we we're still doing a Patreon episode. Yep. Let's wrap up on Tumblr of old because we could be here for another checks note several hours. 
and could, it just it just be I us mean, we were delirious just like, and old we were just like hanging out for like half an hour before we even started recording just like talking about true crime um to put it we were that yeah. is correct that is absolutely correct uh so let's wrap up on tumblr of old when you say of old like what time frame i am talking tumblr when it was at its worst like 2010 was sexy Wunsler, super hulock um like tumblr at its worst because remember we're trying to keep this in the sphere of bl yeah yeah i'm just checking because so, you know because i know i know yes. that tumblr was around for quite a few years before it was I it was using it, it was. but i definitely think like 2000 2010 to 2013 were like the years that I think yeah I, was- I definitely want to stay in that sphere a little bit mm. and then I also want to get a little bit modern because then Tumblr ruined some very very popular BLs like Yuri on Ice um oh I was long gone from Tumblr by the time Yuri on Ice came out I was there because I was still paneling and especially like in American con culture you have to know a little bit of everything to survive like, you can't just be like, oh, here are these shows that I watched 20 years ago because I'm going to sound so mean when I say this. The kids are dumb, Corolla. The kids are dumb. <laughs> they're not I mean- watching. They're not watching the old stuff. I made a reference to Cowboy Bebop and I had people that had never seen it before. But that's, you know, that's why, you know, what I am doing right now is I'm, I'm making Turukon's anime quiz, which is famous for being fucking hard okay and it's not because i'm evil it's because maybe i i mean pass is a strong word like no one has ever got more than half the answers right so whatever team or person gets the highest score wins a prize but Mm -hmm. the the way that the quiz works is literally that because we need everyone to have a fair shot we have new series we have old series we have obscure series we have all of the genres and Mm -hmm. i usually tell people the only person who can answer all of these questions is me because i watched all of this in order to make the quiz i have watched so many series that i don't care about because i need to be on top of things so i absolutely understand what you're saying um so like i honestly i feel like my feelings about Yuri on Ice would have chilled out a lot more if it wasn't for Tumblr. I feel like there's a lot of series that like Tumblr actively Tumblr ruined for ruined me. so many things for Yeah, so like people. Tumblr actively ruined like Steven Universe, Adventure Time. Oh, Steven Yuri Universe on ruined Ice. for me because of a person that I don't like, but that's different. Yeah, but like <laughs> but like Tumblr I, I wanna encompass that in, so I'm gonna expand your range just a little bit. Because I think we need to talk about how Tumblr was really always toxic. Because that's the one thing oh, I'll yeah. say is that people really like to say, oh, well, that's when it got toxic. Tumblr was always toxic. Yes. And it just, Costa Concordia pivoted to be toxic in a different direction. Yeah, because, because I, I very distinctly remember the first time I heard about Tumblr it was because it was getting flack because it was glorifying eating disorders yes. and self-harm. And yes. I was like, I'm not setting foot on this site. And then yeah. I did, I mean, and it Tumblr, was all gays, you know? And, and Tumblr, I think, in a lot of ways was like DeviantArt, like depending on where you yeah. were. 
there were you parts of the map, site, right? The Tumblr map, yeah. yeah like, Tumblr, I think, for better or worse, you could be on fifteen radically different websites depending yeah. on how you yourself. There was the part that had fan fiction about the Columbine shooters. Yep. I luckily have never seen that in 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 the wild. Um <laughs> if I go back to being old when the kids are like, you guys are so problematic now. And I'm just like, do you remember Onesler fandom? No. You don't remember sexy Onesler? No, but I mean, no, but oh, I probably, Carla. you know, I was probably in a different corner, you oh, know, Carla. like over I, have, in I have so many things that I have to show you. Are you sure? Do I want it? Can and I will take pleasure in every moment of it. Oh, God. <laughs> Amanda, okay. becomes, Amanda becomes Jigsaw briefly. It's like, and I will take immense pleasure in ruining every assumption we've ever had about everyone mildly mildly terrified um but okay so do you remember the mid-2000s version of the lorax with superstar danny devito i don't know you have to but the thing is you know i've just been living i've been so far down in this wonderful Muck. rabbit hole yeah Meyer. Of, Meyer. you know, yeah, but you know, of, of nothing but, you know, Japanese pop culture for yes. so long that I have literally, like, for the past two decades, missed everything that went on outside of that sphere. Okay. So I like, do you I don't remember know the is. Dr. Seuss book, The Lorax? No, because we don't, we didn't grow up with it. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. The, yeah. Like, my first meeting with Dr. Seuss was when they made The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Because we don't have Dr. Seuss here. Okay. It's not like the, it's I like would, Carola, I would like to speak to the person who is most in charge of your country. Get them on the phone, please. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know who that is. I'm assuming, I, is, it, is it the prime minister? It might be, but I feel like the current prime minister is kind of like, I don't, like, no one really considers him for anything. Most, okay. Go, go find, I'd like to speak to the manager <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean maybe you want to talk to the king he's pretty cool like maybe is he doing anything is he just like vibing yeah he's vibing he's really cool can he do I, I would like to speak to whoever has the most power in norway please go go ring them i'm assuming there's a okay. norway phone <laughs> I just... I, i'm gonna try to figure out so you can contact them directly yeah, I'm, I'm assuming there's a norway phone and you just you know i mean it could be you know i don't know but I've never Anyways. had to talk to the manager of Norway before. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go full Hitalia, uh, the manager of Norway. Um, but so the year is 2010. Everyone wants to fuck the Wunzler from uh, the Lorax movie. Super Who Lock, which is Supernatural, Doctor Who, and Sherlock reign supreme, and they're all gay, and no one can tell you otherwise. I cannot even tell you, like, when I got Tumblr Savior, what I did... I blocked a lot of triggering words and then I blocked K-pop and I blocked Super Hulock because my feed was so crowded with these things that I didn't care about that 
I couldn't take it anymore. I blocked it. I <laughs> And I was someone who liked Supernatural, who liked Doctor Who and liked well, no, I didn't like Sherlock ever. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I never liked Sherlock. That's not true. Yeah, but from what I've heard, I you weren't a big fan. I'm still not. Uh, but I I couldn't do Super Who Lock because it just didn't make sense to me. It was like, you guys are insane. Um, but there was a great deal of toxicity in early Tumblr because it was a lot of those folks who were, this is how I feel. Why? Because how I feel. And I don't want to say that all of Tumblr was bad. There were some parts of it that were older fans like you and I who were trying to make it work, you know, after some of our sites had started going down or losing popularity. Mm. And I remember mentioning this in the tagging episode. I feel like Tumblr didn't make that transition easy, like in the way that like Wattpad and AO3 did. That if you were an older fan and you were used to other websites, Tumblr did not try to make that transition easy for us. It was very hard. And in a lot of ways, like I still don't really understand Tumblr. Like it's still like a weirdly confusing website. And like, I'm not fond of its algorithm or anything. It doesn't make sense to me. I can't like, I can't even, I never read fanfic on on Tumblr. I never oh, read anything on Tumblr because it, for, like you said, it didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand how, like the, the the ties didn't make sense to me. The way that it was written didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, but what I think back, you know, like what I did the most was, you know, I was I was following people and reblogging things. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the sheer amount of time, like we're talking years that mm-hmm. I spent on that site re-blogging pictures mm-hmm. i probably could have done something with my life you know i could have written three more novels but i was on tumblr re-blogging the same 15 pictures of noise and Alba because you know because downloading what we did. yeah and downloading jgv in 14 parts and it took four days to get a full video yeah that was my tumblr experience you know and it was yeah one of the tumblers that I used to follow, it was a uh, cats, but with Shakespearean insults. Oh yeah, because that's who I am. But I also like. There's one thing that always comes to me when we when we talk about Tumblr, and because I think I've just been traumatized. Do you remember? Do you love the colors of the sky? And that post just went on for fucking hours and everyone was reblogging it and it was just like taking up and then all of the edits that came that were just like but they were still taking up your entire feed so every time someone says tumblr that's what i think about i think do you love the colors of the sky like fucking no not anymore so my (laughs) tumblr is a lot of jason todd simping which accurate Mm. um there's one Castlevania post that says heartbroken isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bummed out and it says Alucard you ignorant slut um, <laughs> which, I can't even look at mine because you know like I've said before uh, yeah for some reason there's so my much- Tumblr is still active um, thank you Tumblr for reminding me that Roy Mustang's birthday is October 2nd <laughs> thank mean, you it's a, it's a while until you know you but I mean, I can't even go to mine because like it's still there. I feel like 
But after I feel like whole, I've gone back in time in ways that you, I don't you have. Like. But I just can't, you know, like, because I can't access because there's so much not safe for work on mine that it would be like, I can't access it because it tells me you can't go to the uh-huh. site because it's, you know, it's not safe for work. But it doesn't. Okay. Not- yeah. No, I draw immediate ire. This is Full Metal Alchemist characters in Harry Potter. And whatever world you think that the Elrics are in Gryffindor, this person is wrong. <laughs> whatever world you think that either Elric is in Gryffindor. Where would you, you... place them? Huh? Where would you place them? Well, Alphonse is clearly a Hufflepuff. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Edward, I would say is a Slytherin, but in the way that like Albus Severus potter is a slytherin <laughs> the, like he's not really a slytherin but he doesn't belong in any of the other houses because he's he's weird because of trauma and then i get to do the weird chipping thing between him and mustang and i can keep doing that because i will continue to do that until i die um you're allowed I, please let that be the thing you take from me <laughs> <laughs> out of all the things let that be the thing you take from me Listen, we are we are neck deep in brotherhood, you know, right now. We are we have like fifteen episodes left, so we're really in the in the heat of everything. I respect that that's where you are. I am so fucking confused. Like it only gets worse. But yeah, like when people are like, oh, Tumblr got toxic in like 2016. Tumblr always was toxic. Oh, yeah. Tumblr never stopped being toxic. And especially for being an older fan. And I think a lot of it ref- goes back to, I think, some of the conversations that we had during the pro ship anti ship episode were like identity politics and being really, really concerned about the individual. And it's all these things really starting to take root. And social again, justice. So just. But stupid. Yeah, because, like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Like, Tumblr no. Tumblr made me look at things in new mm-hmm. ways. And I learned so much from people making, like, really eloquent posts on there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, about ableist mm-hmm. language and all mm-hmm. of these things. But it was the taking the social justice and then mm-hmm. using it in these absolutely abhorrent ways that just didn't mm-hmm. make any sense. And can I have my moment? And let me have a moment of, as an African-American, Tumblr was nothing but white women yelling over us. Mm. It was nothing but white women yelling over us. And, like, things that, like, within the Black community... Because, you know, like, we talk about, like, the barbecue. Like, if you spend any time, like, on Black Twitter, we talk about, like, the barbecue. And it's, like, in Black Panther, you know, all the nations get together and we just, like, talk shit. Things that at the barbecue we're not worried about. Like, you know, when we when we bring our list of issues to the barbecue, things that we're not fucking concerned about. But white women on Tumblr pressed, heated, angry. Mm. So then people come to us like, I can't believe that you guys are mad about this. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That wasn't on the itinerary. We weren't concerned about this. But because this white woman was pressed... Mm-hmm. now you're mad at us it's like oh i hear that you guys canceled this holiday because it's racist we didn't do shit we were talking about potato salad like we didn't do anything 
but like that's all that tumblr was it was just performative white people and yeah, yeah yeah i got very tired of that as a black person just very very quickly i got very tired of that as a queer person I got very tired of that as someone who was still identifying as Roman Catholic because there was a lot of like Christian bashing. And while I understand that people have that very valid gripes about the Catholic church, just bashing Catholics is not the way to do that. Oh, absolutely. Like I, I am the first person to agree that there are plenty of things that the Catholic church that they've done that is not good. I'm not, I'm not a simp for the Catholic church. But you fix none of those things by yelling at individual Catholics. Yeah. You fix none of those things by yelling at individual Christians. None of those things are fixed by performative cruelty. And there was a lot of that on Tumblr. There was a lot of just like gross fetishization of like black bodies that I wasn't fond of on Tumblr because by by white people where it's like, oh, look at this gorgeous chocolate mocha black cosplayer. And it's like, that woman's wearing a broom. Like, she looks bad. Like, she looks, like, objectively bad. But you guys are so concerned about looking performative mm. that you're willing to get into, like, the R-circle jerk. Because you have to maintain this facade of social justice. Yeah. That And that's something that I still struggle with a lot in modern fandom. And especially like on like black and like on black anime twitter and black cosplay twitter where it's like oh my god look at my cosplay version of this character and it's like you look bad like it doesn't matter black white whatever like that is not a good cosplay let us help you rather than oh my god you look great you're so brave it's like that's what, i no. hate the phrase you're so brave and I don't hate it when used correctly. But it because, never is. Yeah, there. That's it. Because you know what? Shit. Say I'm brave for what I had to go through in 2010 as a black cross player. Say I'm brave. I'll take it. But you kids going to the mall and taking whatever photos on TikTok and dancing, you're not brave. I'm sorry. Like, that's not bravery. But, but like it's never used correctly. Yeah, and it's also you know like you know when you apply it and like you're trying to be body positive or whatever, right? And you have like someone who is on the bigger side, you know, or or you know someone who isn't conventionally pretty, and they're doing mm -hmm. something and they're posting it, and then someone's like, "Oh, you're so brave." For that is not thing? a compliment. Like, what are no. you doing? Right, like, you are not brave for being alive. No, you're not brave for doing what you love to do just because you're in the body you're in. Like, that isn't a compliment. That is just pointing out that people have opinions about your existence. Like, I don't... And that's not fair. We're not talking about BL. No, um, but, it's, but it's all related. Yeah. We're because... being old. We're being yeah. old and bitter, which is, you know, half of the outie shelf. But, you know, I... I Yuri on Ice was ruined by Tumblr. Um, I had right, that was what we were talking about, right? I did have someone say that I was homophobic for not liking Yuri on Ice. You know, that's okay. Me, an actual bisexual. But you know, I've told you this before. Like, I'm sorry to break this to you, but bisexuals don't exist. You know what? You're right. Yeah, it's, I mean, 
It's it's that thirty year long con that I've been a part of. You're not actually here right I'm now. Not. I'm I'm a, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a bitter figment of everyone's imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do, but like, I'm not buying it. So yeah, I'm I'm an angry figment mm. of everyone's imagination. I'm I'm three owls in a trench coat, and I a pansexual. Like, I don't even. There's not even an explanation for me. Like, I'm just... Yeah, there is. You're sexually attracted to pants. I did get a new pan from my parents. For my it's birthday. very exciting, isn't it? Yeah. It was love at first sight. I can, I can assure you. It was a walk. <laughs> what even is this episode? Us being old. Us being yeah. old. Dear listener, thank you for uh, us being old and weird. Listening. Yeah, thank And oh, bitter man. as all. I mean, but Just, that's the thing. But that's what we are. We're yeah. old. And we've and we've been through this stuff. Uh but yeah, when people are like, oh, Tumblr just recently got toxic, bitch. What do you think they were doing when they were saying that Jensen Ackles was homophobic because he didn't want to read your Destiel fanfic, like no, they've it's always been toxic. It's always yeah, and been like, bad. and and we've talked about this. Like, we're yeah. not saying that other sites and other communities didn't have you know similar problems, and that you know the whole oh that's problematic, that's problematic. You can't ship mm -hmm. those characters, or whatever. Like, it's not like those things didn't happen in other in other communities, but it was mm -hmm. so prevalent on Tumblr. Like it, it came to a rise in such a way on Tumblr that it's mm -hmm. really like that's why, you know, when we talk about how, oh yeah, it started on Tumblr and it was Super Hulok and Voltron. Like, yes, and mm -hmm. not only that, but also yes. Because I think it was because there were so many people who had their first like fandom experiences in that environment where you know these these ideas were beginning to be perpetuated and mixed again with this this strangely strangely interpreted version of social justice that didn't help anyone yes, yes. and i think so much of it also and this is you know how i'll kind of wrap up this episode because i'm realizing it's been almost two hours how uh, do we do this <laughs> by rambling and being old and bitter you know exactly how. It's our birthday <laughs> month. We're allowed. You remember our uh, FujoCon panel where I had us as like two old women just on a fucking dock. That's it. I love just, that so much. Like that's us. That's that's yes. that's us. It's just two ranting old women on a dock. That's literally us. Um, but I think what's important to say about all of these sites is they captured a moment in time. Yeah. Tumblr was the zeitgeist of white performative activism, mm -hmm. of your feelings matter so much that you can force your feelings on other people, <laughs> that yeah. you do not have to back up anything that you're saying because your feelings. And if anyone is wrong, they are attacking you, not an idea, not a fictional character, not a show, not a system. They're attacking you. Yeah. And I will forever be upset at Tumblr for destroying what we worked so hard to build. Because, you know, I, I listen to this show because I'm a raging narcissist. And 
I I listen to Corolla and I talk, and we don't agree on a lot of things. There's a lot of things that we just do not agree on. Yeah. And none of it has ended our friendship. None of us, neither of us have said a slur to each other. Neither of us have, you know, broken and made like a 15-part video series on YouTube where it's like, this is how my co-host is secretly really problematic. We've never doxed each other. Like, and we disagree on a lot of things. We do. And it is in that foundation of having that background of, again, we needed each other. And also, when you get mad, you're mad at companies. You're mad at mm. systems. You're mad at ideas. You're not mad at people. No. And I will forever be disappointed that Tumblr killed that. And yeah. it. this is where I wax philosophic and am old and sad. It, for the worst, changed fan discourse. Mm. It, for the worst, changed social activist discourse. It, for the worst, changed discourse. Yeah. And now you get people who can just say, I think this character's trans. Okay. Would you like to elaborate on that? No, you're transphobic for disagreeing with me. And people run with it and they can run with it because they haven't had to put thought to any of these things because you can just wear your feelings on your sleeve and there are no consequences or no consequences that they perceive. There's no... Um, one thing that I don't think we talked about enough, and we'll probably talk about this more in the Patreon episode, is um, how much we got pecked for doing things wrong. Like, I don't know if you guys watch a lot of birds. I don't know if you figured out <laughs> I like birds. You think? I don't know if it isn't obvious at all, but I really like birds. <laughs> it's very subtle, as you mm. can tell. But I really like birds. Uh and I mean, but, not 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 to bring Yashiro into it or anything, but twittering birds never fly. Anyone like? Is there a pattern? Maybe no, no, okay. No. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you have a flock of birds and you have these little babies and they do something wrong, they get pecked. Like not hard, but they get pecked. How many times, Corolla? How many times did you get pecked for bad formatting? I mean. I was always super apologetic and like avoiding everything like the plague because you know but, but, but it happened. yeah it happened and it happened like, and that I wasn't was, meant to be a call out like that was <laughs> no no I was just pointing out that you know I've always been such a recluse within fandom mm -hmm. that it probably didn't happen as often to me as it did to many of my peers because I was so I was already so isolated within my communities in many ways but yeah it happened and i remember getting called out because there was this massive thing where it was so common to refer to like black-haired characters as the raven and i just remember getting called out okay. by some angry okay. adult about that once and i felt yeah. awful and that stuck with me and guess what it made me better yeah it it did <laughs> and i think and same, like, I got called out for shit like that. Like, I got called out plenty of times for, like, just, like, bad grammar and stuff like that. Because I used to write not on, like, Word. I used to write on Notepad because um. 
my aunt wouldn't check there. She'd check Word. She wouldn't check Notepad. So Notepad didn't have any grammar tools. Mm. So I got called out plenty of times for like bad grammar and misspellings. And that made me better. That helped me. That made me improve. And you don't see that kind of checking exist anymore. And again, like I point back to the pro-ship anti-ship episode where I feel like so much of this is because of Tumblr. So much of this, the seeds of that discord are started in Tumblr and that this is just the current apotheosis of it because to wrap things up, we have to talk about Tumblr shitting the bed And the fact that it made everyone have this mass exodus to places that were never meant to be Tumblr. And now they're acting like Tumblr. Cough Twitter. Yes. And it's like, you know, and I was going to say that because, because one of the things that also obviously happened a lot on Tumblr was, I feel, the beginning of that call-out culture. You know, mm-hmm. the, hey, besties, who's following this person? You know, that very, you know, because you had the anonymous ask option. And, of course, this happened everywhere, you know, like Ask FM and Curious Cat and mm-hmm. whatever came before Curious Cat. But but the anonymous ask option on Tumblr was used and abused by people who were calling out others for what they were shipping or how they were writing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Tumblr basically ends up kind of justifying, probably in their heads, what these people were doing by by suddenly going, okay, now not safe for work content is no longer allowed on this site. Mm-hmm. Thereby, you know, basically legitimizing the idea that, oh, porn is bad, kink mm-hmm. is bad queer Mm -hmm. is bad and then Mm -hmm. everyone flees like you said to different platforms and Mm -hmm. that same thing is now being perpetuated because they're Mm -hmm. parroting it because again Mm -hmm. young influential minds or easily influenced minds rather Mm -hmm. are you know taking what they learn because like i said i didn't know what disclaimer meant i didn't know why i had to write you know these characters don't belong to me but my fandom elders did so i did so mm-hmm. when you are 12, 13, 14 on Tumblr and you see that people are doing these things, you're going to copy it. You can't mm-hmm. use Tumblr anymore? Okay, you'll do it on Twitter. You'll Absolutely. do it on AO3. And, yeah. And in places, again, that were never meant to be that. So one thing, again, you know, we've had a lot of uh, Amanda day job chat. One thing that I'm always fascinated about is when people get upset at websites for not doing what they're not supposed to do. So, like, I remember, you know, during the pandemic, everyone's like, oh my God, you know, we can't go to the office anymore. Everyone just use Slack. Slack was never Slack. meant, I, mean, I, I don't have, not not a sponsor, but I don't have feelings about it. Slack <laughs> was never meant to be a virtual office. It's a great tool, but it was never meant to be a virtual office. Um, people did that also with Discord. Where it's like, oh, Discord isn't like Slack. Yeah, it was never meant to be like Slack. And you're getting mad at Discord for not being a tool that it was never supposed to be. Exactly. And- that happened a lot in the void that was left behind with Tumblr. Mm-hmm. I do want to close on one point is a lot of these sites don't exist anymore for a reason. And it is the pornography aspect of it. Now, here is a nuanced take that you guys probably aren't expecting from us. 
I don't think that Tumblr's porn ban was a bad idea. You don't? I think how it was executed was a bad idea. Because the concern was, and again, just like the whole pro-ship, anti-ship thing, it was rooted in something very valid. We cannot confirm or deny that all of these people are 18 plus. We cannot confirm and deny that all of these people want to be in these scenarios. We don't know if this is revenge porn. We don't know if this is a minor. We cannot police this. Now, the way that they executed that, I think, was wrong but rooted in something that has been a pervasive problem on the internet for as long as there has been internet. And I think that, again, all ties back to that conversation. It's rooted in something very real. That's a valid concern for your websites. That's a very valid concern. Also, usually copyright gets them because if you haven't been reminded in a while, everything that you're doing is illegal. You don't own these characters. Unless they're your characters. You don't own Full Metal Alchemist. I don't own Death Note. Even though uh, some my writing partner made a joke with me recently that was, um, oh yeah, your characters like Mello. Like, ah, yes, Mello, my OC. <laughs> my OC Mello. Oh. <laughs> I mean. At this stage, you know, my OC Mello. But I don't own Death Note. If the creators of Death Note were ever find my fanfic and be like, hey, take this shit down, I'd have to acquiesce. I don't own this shit. Hmm. I, I don't. Um, and that's a tenuous conversation that honestly I'd love to make a whole episode about when it comes to fan works is that I think we've gotten very, very brazen with forgetting that this stuff is illegal. Yeah. And, but again, you know, and, and we will probably talk more about that later. And we have talked about it before, but because they, you know, it's the Wild West out there, you know, like they don't have the fandom history. They don't have the fandom mm -hmm. literacy. They weren't there when Anne Rice was suing people left and right. And, and, and it's like, it's that weird thing where, because now it's like there's so much not that we didn't identify with characters like you base your gender on yuki 80 and and i've definitely can i, I have that be less of a call out no but you know it's just i'm just saying we identify no, I, mean, like, I know you're right but like for whatever reason like can i help you can I... no <laughs> i do no. Love for you but i love yuki 80 so you know i don't i don't have a problem with this in the slightest but you know it's just we didn't but even though we identified with characters and based ourselves a lot on you know like personalities that we wanted like characters we looked up to and wanted to be like we didn't kin them the way people do now i hate that word we didn't you know we didn't it's like for all for for all that you just said that you know yeah mellow might as well be your oc because you've written him so much at this point and you've and you've developed a version of him at this at this point you know like we all do that when we write a character over a long period of time but you still don't believe that he is yours or he is you or your headcanon is the only one that matters and no, no. and we've just strayed so far from the path because there is no fandom history and again these sites keep going under and maybe that's why because no, I think a lot of it is. And that's one of the reasons why I did analogize it earlier to it being like oral stories. I did have a point with that. I wasn't just being old and weird. Like 
it is like oral tradition. Yeah. If, and the problem with oral tradition is every person adds or changes something to the story. And we're losing more and more of our elders that remember this stuff because they're not willing to talk about it because they're frankly afraid and have every right to be yeah. because of the children. The or they don't remember. Like One thing that I'm always amazed about between Corolla and I is the vast differences in our fandom experience based yeah. on geography and the few years between us. Our yeah, fan absolutely. experiences are vastly different. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... This episode felt important to make. It felt important to make during our birth month as we're old and closer to death. And <laughs> I am already dead. Like I've got one I've, foot in the I've, grave I've, at this point. I'm just like Yeah, same. I've been we've I think we've been we've been slowly decaying from the inside out for a little while. Yeah. Uh, that's why they call it. Right. Yeah, I look phenomenal. My <laughs> cheeks are very soft. Um I look great. Oh, but yeah. we're all yeah we're we're exhausted uh so, far so that know. is a very brief and by brief i mean two fucking hours long <laughs> <laughs> and we still have patreon coming so you know we still have patreon coming there. it's so funny because i i messaged corolla i'm like hey did you want to do patreon later today or did you want to just like cram it in next sunday and she's like i'm okay either way and i'm like let's go ahead and say next sunday and I'm glad that I made that decision because if we had to record Patreon today, we know that you guys like it unhinged. It would be truly unhinged. Listen, um, I'm hungry, so I would be. <laughs> well, we yeah. take a break for lunch. Lunch, dinner, dinner. Yeah. Speaking of lunch and dinner. Speaking of time zones, Carla, would you like to tell uh, the guests? <laughs> What father's whoring has managed to secure us for next month? I am so excited for would next you, month. Yeah, you like to tell the listeners at home what daddy's whoring has got us? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, we're about to get really academic. Over the past few months, we've been talking about you know is this problematic is this fetishization we are finally about to ask the fetishization i can't fucking say it <laughs> the fetishization question i am so excited my tongue is just like Ugh. and we have brought on an actual expert on it, the subject truly the cream of the crop like yeah. we could not have asked we for are bringing guest. oh my god i'm so excited we're bringing Dr. Thomas Bodinet, the actual legendary man scholar himself, to talk to you about is this fetishization? And oh my God. Don't I miss worked, the, we have I, worked so hard to make this happen, to materialize this. Yes, and we have. Like, sometimes, We've been sometimes good things happen to bad people. Yeah. And we've been talking about this for so long. We uh, no, we haven't been talking. We've been simping for Dr. Thomas. Oh, I'm such Just, a I don't. I have no idea how I am supposed to act. Like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm supposed to act at seven o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah, because time zones. Because between us, we're like, there's like, yeah, there's Texas and Norway and Australia. So we're just like, there was no one good time. Except no. I was in the middle and all the times. Yeah, you get a lovely lunch and I'm 
up here with like one eye open, one eye closed at 7 a.m. on a Sunday. But in my defense, though, I would record at freaking 4 a.m. for this man if I had to. Because like, we both we both kept saying like for Dr. Thomas, it doesn't matter. Like we will be up late. We will be up early. It doesn't matter. For Dr. Thomas, we'll do it. Matter. So we're finally going to tackle the is this fetishization question with, with an, an expert. expert. Yeah, because that is one thing that, you know, we've been talking about it since the old show. But, you know, considering that neither of us are checks notes gay men it feels a little bit hard to talk about because we can talk about it from the fan perspective. We can talk about it from the writing perspective. I can talk about it a little bit from the gender fluid perspective, but it always is going to feel a little bit incomplete. So we're going to call in an expert and thank you to Dr. Thomas for agreeing to be on this show. Uh, I am shocked and horrified that anyone is willing <laughs> to listen to what we have to say. And we're literally, we've been fangirling over this for weeks. So look, Look forward to that in August. Uh, patrons will get their episode probably next week because uh, we're tired. Uh, speaking we're tired. of patrons, uh, patrons do get an uh, extra bonus episode where we are usually truly unhinged. If you guys think this is unhinged, it gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a very good selling point. Like, don't 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 be afraid. Click that button. Join us on Patreon. Yeah. Join join us on Patreon. We do have a lot of fun, though. Like, it's unhinged and disorganized, but we do have a lot of fun. And your uh, money does help us get nice gifts for our guests. It helps us uh, expand our merchandise, which is something that we're excited to do uh, moving into the next part of the year. It just, it helps. Yeah. Um, So you can do so at patreon.com slash the Yowie Shelf. We have merch available at Redbubble and... You know, I feel like we say this every time, but we mean it when we say there are some really, really cool things coming up in the future. And I'm so excited to be where we are. Happy birth month to us. Happy birth month. And to Dr. Thomas. And to Dr. Thomas. Uh, We wanted to get it done in this month. And it was just impossible. Like It was just... It was... It was in-fucking-possible. And then just the amount of... The conversations between Corolla and I... Where it's like, okay, I'll stay up late if you wake up early and we're going to make this work. Like, just like fully. Yeah. It's been, and then, no, it's been so hard to make this, to make these plans. Because it's like, I don't understand what happened with this month. It was just like. It's been a crazy been Crazy. Month. I can't wait for August to be over so my life goes back to normal because this is ridiculous. Yes. I'm also excited for things to be a little bit more normal. Uh, But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We will see you next week for a live stream and sometime during the week for a Patreon episode. And then next month, we're going to get real fucking academic in this bitch. Oh, can't wait. See you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.